Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you give them ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 28, beginning in verse 1. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Because of the transgression of a land, many are its princes. But by a man of understanding and knowledge, right will be prolonged. A poor man who oppresses the poor is like a driving rain which leaves no food. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but such as keep the law contend with them. Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand all. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one perverse in his ways, though he be rich. Whoever keeps the law is a discerning son, but a companion of gluttons shames his father. One who increases his possessions by usury and extortion gathers it for him who will pity the poor. One who turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Whoever causes the upright to go astray in an evil way, he himself will fall into his own pit, but the blameless will inherit good. The rich man is wise in his own eyes, but the poor who has understanding searches him out. When the righteous rejoice, there is great glory, but when the wicked arise, Men hide themselves. He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Happy is the man who is always reverent, but he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity. Like a roaring lion and a charging bear is a wicked ruler over poor people. A ruler who lacks understanding is a great oppressor, but he who hates covetousness will prolong his days. A man burdened with bloodshed will flee into a pit. Let no one help him. Whoever walks blamelessly will be saved, but he who is perverse in his ways will suddenly fall. He who tills his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows frivolity will have poverty enough. A faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. To show partiality is not good, because for a piece of bread a man will transgress. A man with an evil eye hastens after riches and does not consider that poverty will come upon him. 
He who rebukes a man will find more favor afterward than he who flatters with the tongue. Whoever robs his father or his mother and says, It is no transgression, the same is companion to a destroyer. He who is of a proud heart stirs up strife, but he who trusts in the Lord will be prospered. He who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but whoever walks wisely will be delivered. He who gives to the poor will not lack, but he who hides his eyes will have many curses. When the wicked arise, men hide themselves, but when they perish, the righteous increase. Friends, today I'm going to look at verse 20, and Proverb 28, verse 20 says this, A faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. And friends, we will take a look at that verse prior to closing today, but what I'd like to do is begin the podcast where we left off yesterday. And since this is the end of the year, I thought I would talk about Jesus a bit more. After all, it is the Christmas season. This is the week of Christmas. We're still in it, and people are celebrating the holiday. And a lot of people have tried to take Christ out of Christmas and no longer say Merry Christmas But the proper thing to do is to say Happy Holidays. And friends, we are to say Merry Christmas. Jesus is the reason for the season. But if you did not get a chance to listen to yesterday's podcast, I would invite you to do so. I went over Jesus' prayer to God over himself, which is found in the 17th chapter of John, verses 1 through 5 and verses 6 through 19 of the 17th chapter of John is Jesus praying over his disciples. Today we are going to take a look at Jesus' prayer over us today, and it's entitled, Jesus Prays for All Believers. So this is John chapter 17, beginning in verse 20. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, and the glory which you gave me I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Friends, this is so precious. God here is telling us that God and Jesus and ourselves. Put your name in there. Susan, John, Billy, Robert, 
Amanda. Put your name in there. That is what God's and Jesus' desire is, is that we are intimate with them. They both dwell on the inside of us, and now that we have the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of us, we can know them intimately. Let's go to verse 24. Father, I desire that they also, whom you gave me, may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which you have given me. For you love me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you sent me, and I have declared to them your name, and will declare it, that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. Let's look at the commentary for several of these verses. This is all so very, very powerful that everyone listening today understand. And I am reading out of the Nelson Study Bible. Let's look at the commentary for verse 20. Those who will believe. Jesus not only prayed for those the Father had given him, meaning his disciples, but for all future believers. For their unity and their future glory, if you are a believer, these words are Jesus' prayer for you. I love that. Verse 21, all may be one. The present tense of the verb to be indicates that Jesus was praying for the unity that takes place through the sanctification of believers. This is what Jesus was commanding in chapter 13. His followers had to love each other so that the world may believe in the reality of Jesus' love. The loving relationship of believers to each other is the greatest witness to Jesus Christ. And friends, this is still true today. We are to love one another. And later on in the gospel, Jesus says, this is how people will know that you are in me if you show love one for another. Let's look at verse 22. The glory, meaning the revelation of of Jesus Christ through his disciples is the means to unity. Such unity begins with belief and correct thinking about Jesus and God the Father. That is with doctrine, and that is found in the Bible, the Word of God. But correct belief must bear fruit a life that demonstrates God's love and produces the unity between all the believers. And friends, this is such a key point. I want everyone to get this. If you're truly living the type of life that God has for each and every one of us, we will have fruit that follows us. 
people will see that we are successful in our everyday lives. Our marriages are successful. Our job is successful. The relationships we have, they have fruit. People can see that we are living the Christian life. Let's go to verse 23. I in them and you in me. The mutual indwelling of the Father in the Son and the Son in the church, which is us today, is also the means to unity, the ultimate expression of God's love. Let's look at verse 24. May be with me is a prayer for the future glorification of believers, meaning you and me today. May behold my glory. The apostles saw Christ's glory in his words and work. Christ prayed for all believers to behold his glory, unveiled in the full revelation of his deity. And finally, in verses 25 and 26, the ultimate reason for future believers to know the love of God is so that God's love may be replicated in them, thus drawing the entire world to Christ. And friends, this is the call that each of us have been given. It is known as the Great Commission. It tells us to go into all the world and preach the goodness of God. That is called the gospel, the almost too good to be true news that Jesus came to all of mankind to forgive all the sins of the world. Now that we've been forgiven of our sins, it gives us the right and privilege and honor of living and serving God in all that we do. Let's go back to our verse of the day. In chapter 28 of Proverbs, verse 20 says this, A faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. And in my Bible, the commentary says, A faithful man succeeds. That is, faithfulness to God, not greed, determines success in life. And what I'd like to do before we close is go to the book of 1 John. And remember, 1 John was written by the same author that wrote the Gospel of John. But in chapter 4, I'm going to read verses 17 through 21. And this is entitled, The Consummation of Love. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, meaning Jesus, so are we in this world. And friends, if we have Jesus and we've invited him into our heart, he should become part of who we are. We are to literally become like 
him in this world. And a lot of times people think, well, when I get to heaven, this is how I'm going to be. No, we are to do that right now. We are to be like him in our present day world. And listen to verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. And friends, the Bible tells us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. A lot of people make the mistake and think they can't come to Jesus until they clean up their act. But friends, nothing could be further from the truth. No matter how good you are, you will never earn the right to be in the presence of God. It is only what Jesus did on that cross that gives us the right to now be called the sons of God. And verses 20 through 21 is entitled, Obedience by Faith. And listen to 1 John chapter 4, beginning in verse 20. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. And friends, there it is, laid out for us today. We are to love one another the way that Jesus loved us. The call to action I have for you is this. Are you living life, loving God and loving other people? If you have aught against anyone, ask God to forgive you. You need to go to them, make things right. We should forgive anyone who has harmed us in this world, and that is the only way we can really, truly be free, is living a life of love and loving each and every one on earth. The suggested scripture reading today is to reread our proverb of the day, Proverb 28, in its entirety. And I ask that you reread our chapter of the day, John chapter 17, one more time. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If you were listening today and you've never taken that step, I invite you to repeat a simple prayer after me today. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth and dying on that cross for me. I believe that you are the Son of God. You died on that cross and you were buried. On the third day, you rose again from the dead. By doing that, all of my sins have been forgiven. Jesus, I want to walk in your goodness and your love. I ask that you come into my heart. I want you to lead me and guide me 
through the rest of my life. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, I ask that you go on my webpage, wisdomtodaybk.com. I ask that you click on the contact tab, give me your name, let me know you said that prayer, and I want to rejoice with you. In addition, I've got a simple request for you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I ask that you do me a favor, rate this podcast, give me a thumbs up, give me a five, write a brief comment so more people will tune in from now on. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we close out the year with wisdom today.